Not all those who wander are lost. J.R. Tolkien. Welcome to Aegis Travel Adventures. We are Ken and Giselle. We have been to over 100 countries and are still looking to see what is around the next corner. We love wine, travel, and adventure. Listen to our podcast where we share the fun of the magical places, people, and cultures that have touched our lives. Aegis? Aegis. Travel? Travel. Adventure. Today we want to talk to you about uh, our trip to Africa, Southern Africa, and about the various parks that we went to and the animals, the diverse amount of animals that are there, uh, including what is called the Big Five. The Big Five, in case you want to know what they are, is lions, leopards, elephants, African buffalo, and rhinoceros. So, Ken, why are they called the Big Five? Because they're big. Well, that's true, but it was the term was coined in late 1800s during Africa's colonial period, and it refers to what trophy hunters used to be considered the most challenging and dangerous animals to hunt on foot. Now, there is still hunting in some of these areas in Africa, but it's very controlled and stuff. But it's very, it's getting less and less, which in our opinion is a good thing. Usually in uh, privately owned game reserves. Because they're amazing. They're amazing to see. And it is um, pretty awesome, amazing, whatever word you want to use, when the first time you go into a park and you're driving along and, you know, you may see an antelope here and there, and then all of a sudden you see an elephant. And I got teary-eyed. I was like, oh my God, there's an elephant. It's pretty It's just one of those moments that you remember all your life. Don't you agree? True. And the first elephant we saw was in Kruger National Park, and we went out on an evening drive and we hadn't seen a whole lot up to that point. You know, I mean, there's lots of antelopes, different ones, impalas, etc. cetera. Um, and um, anyway, uh, over the hill, we saw some ears coming out of the bush. And here, here uh, emerged was this bull elephant. We didn't know what it was at first. And it comes charging down the hill. And it was a pretty high hill towards us and then we had three safari vehicles and the drivers go we need to leave this is a bull elephant and not so, happy and he's not happy so um yeah we all scattered three different ways <clears throat> and one of the uh, safari wagons with some of the people from our group in it uh, they did a video of the elephant chasing them down the road and it went a long way uh, trying to catch them, I guess, and um, eventually the elephant stopped and went into the bush. But it was quite an interesting experience. And uh, so for our first uh, big, big five animal in Kruger, it was interesting. However, we did go to other uh, national parks before we went to Kruger, and <clears throat> we did that off of the cruise ship that we were on. Uh, it was a Norwegian uh, cruise ship, the Jade. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, also, just real quick, getting to about the different animal parks, there's there's different types. There's the national park, which is what most of them are. They're the, the larger ones, and they're the ones that are not um, uh, managed by personnel, if you will. The animals just 
live and breathe like they would if they were in, in a national park. So you, you see if, if two elephants get into a fight or animals get into a fight and there's a dead elephant there, they don't do anything to remove it. It's just pretty much, um, you know, wildlife on its own. Um, and so that's, that's good. And then, but you do have a limited, because it's so big, you may or may not see everything. Um, then there's ones that are private parks that are definitely, you're going to see more because it's a more concentrated, um, effort. And then there's the fenced game reserves. So those are just the different types. So if you're looking to plan, can you get an idea of, of what's, what's out there? And a lot of them are adjacent to each other <clears throat> and you can go from one to the other, but obviously the private ones you would have to, uh, either pay to go on their land or stay there. And a lot of the lodges on the private concessions are quite luxurious and, uh, and pricey. So, so anyway, so we, we did, we, we did that and we, and again, and we learned all sorts of stuff about bull elephants when they're just starting to be able to mate, they get a little testy and they don't like being around people. And all of a sudden, if you're in their way and they just don't like the way you look, then they're known to chase you. Um, most of the times, I think people have not had any bad, re, you know, bad things happen. But again, you're with a guide who knows what they're doing. Uh, it's when people start acting on their own, getting out of the vehicle, etc., that you you may you may can have sorts of, you can have problems. Um, one thing I think that was I found that was interesting on these tours is that the animals in the national parks or all the places they don't see you as an individual. They see us as a safari vehicle. And they're so used to it that they could care less for the most part. It's when people get out or people go against the, go off the beaten path that is where you can begin to have a little bit of problems. So, um, so yeah, so that was the big five. And so we saw, we were fortunate to see all the big five when we were in these different parks. Um, we saw a leopard for just basically a couple minutes. Uh, in the distance. Yeah. Almost like a shadow. <laughs> so when Giselle was talking about uh, elephants fighting, we, we did see in Otto Elephant National Park, uh, it was probably an hour and 45-minute drive from the cruise terminal, uh, but we were in the safari vehicle, and there was a bull elephant that was dead, and the guide pointed it out that it had gotten into a fight the week before with another bull elephant, and it, it died from its wounds. And, uh, and that's kind of nature and what happens. So, yeah, like she said, it was just laying there, and there was obviously buzzards and other animals, you know, taking care of it. But um, so, yeah, we, we also went to, and I'll never say it right, Halloui Game Reserve um, off the cruise ship, uh, one of our first stops in South Africa and it was extremely interesting in that we saw rhinos right away we, we did see a lot of animals that was the one where uh, our guide that drove us there on, not our guide in the safari vehicle but our our guide that uh, we picked contracted us, the trip with. with with picked us up at the, at the cruise ship and uh, at the end of the um, safari trip uh, we were waiting for her, and she didn't show up for well after an hour, and it was dark, and we were hearing all kinds of roars and howls and noises. No cell phone service. No cell phone service, and uh, eventually she did show up, and uh, we found out that when she was trying to get to us that there were several rhino in the road blocking her, so she went 
backwards and tried to go a different route, and there were also were issues there. And so eventually the rhinos moved, and then she picked us up, and unfortunately our safari driver did not abandon us. Or I think we would have been huddled in the uh, public restrooms. <laughs> Still to this day. <laughs> uh, one thing we, we really in, we enjoyed with all of our safari tours, um, that the, the guides that the parks provide are amazing. There are, they are such talented people, and they've spent years learning about animals and the different, um, you know, the different scenarios and about how they interact and, and things like that. And so they do a really good job of um, keeping you entertained, but more importantly, keeping you informed. And um, when you're driving along the safaris, you're not guaranteed you're going to see anything. One day you can see literally everything and anything, and then one day you can see absolutely nothing. So one thing that you're guaranteed to see are dung beetles, which are pretty darn fascinating that we learned, <laughs> and um, lots of birds. So uh, they were very good with the filler, as I would say, um, as you're driving along, they're going, oh, here's this kind of bird, that kind of bird, and stuff. Um, they're very uh, informative, and they, and they know their stuff really well. So when, if, when you have the opportunity to go, you'll be, I'm sure you'll be as impressed as we were with the, with the guides that handled yeah. the trip. And the guides go through a three-year training regimen to get their license. And it's pretty rigorous, but, um, you know, I think given the employment situation and et cetera in the southern part of Africa, uh, it's reasonably lucrative compared to other options. And uh, so the training regimen really, uh, I think, puts them heads in, you know, above what we'd experienced in, in other places. And, they're, and like I said, what I also was impressed with that they're becoming more and more, they're having more and more women uh, in that position. This is not a traditionally a, um, this is traditionally a male's position, but they are more and more females are becoming uh, tour guides or safari drivers. And they're, and that's in fact one park we were at, they, the, they were just recently, they, all they have is female uh, safari drivers. And along there, they're also game preserve uh people with them or they are as well they're like when we do um sundowner um which is uh one of my favorite things so can tell them what a sundowner is well in the evening before the sun sets um the safari lodge offers um what i would call the end of the day uh animal viewing and then they go to what i call generally a safe place and everybody gets out of the safari wagons and you have a good view of the sun setting and they bring out uh, alcoholic beverages and, uh, and snacks and you watch the sunset. And we did it in multiple places. I think probably the most beautiful was just outside of Susavle, uh in the Kalahari Desert. Our lodge had a beautiful area with unique rocks and formations. And uh, we hadn't seen a whole lot of animals on our drive out there. We saw some, but just the beauty of the sunset was worth it by far. Oh, yeah. And there, and again, it's fun to sit and just have a cocktail, meet your other people that you're traveling with. Uh, and the other one that we went to that, I, that stuck in my mind was um, we went and they, they stopped over a lake, overlooking a lake. And they get out the snacks, and so we're chatting. And I noticed that two of the, the drivers have gotten out, and they have guns. And I'm like, well, why do you guys have a gun? And the guy looks at me and he goes, see those rhinoceros? No, oh, I'm hippos. sorry, hippos. Um, we don't want them to come any closer. 
And I said, have you ever had to shoot one? He's like, no. He said, we've had one a couple that have gotten a little bit interested. And I just kind of either, we either move um, and or I fire the gun in the air. He said, but never have they had any incidents. But they're really fast on land when they want to be. And they're really big. (laughs) And they're, and they're, they're probably one of the most dangerous animals in Southern Africa. But so when you're on the safaris, when you're in a, in a park, usually your day consists of two safari drives. One is in the morning early, and early. early, we're talking six-ish. So they're going to give you a snack and a cup of coffee to get you going. So you get in your vehicle and they can be as many as six, as little as six and maybe as nine in the in a a uh, uh, car or jeep and as you're driving along so you can you see stuff it's usually a very little chilly in the morning and then about 10 or 10 30 you'll stop and they'll have coffee and snacks they keep you very well fed and very dehydrated hydrated in these things and then you go do look some more animals and then uh, you uh, and then you come back to your lodge take a break have breakfast or lunch take a break and then that's in the afternoon you do the sundowner so that's your typical day um on a when you're at a lodge so you you see lots and lots of animals depending on how many times you're in the in the lot how many days you're in the lodge so our lodge experiences were really amazing and and very interesting the food for the most part was delish Uh, i think our from us we had we were on i think it was in chobe and um, we've been giving our driver, we've seen lots of animals, but we had not seen many lions, not very many lions. And so we were giving our driver all sorts of stuff about not seeing lions. And he said, well, I think tomorrow we'll see some. And uh, so in the morning, um, we went out and he, they, they used the radios and they go back and forth between... Uh, various drivers and various outfits and they share information they also stop along the roads and say what they'd seen and so on and uh so he got some information that there were some lions they heard some and uh and there were some tracks but the driver said he didn't see them so we went to this area and it was relatively bushy not big trees and pretty remote and pretty remote and he hushed us he said shh i hear something and uh as it turned out, uh, he says, I think there's some lions just over the bush in there, and I think they're mating. So he goes, you know, what, what happens in Chobe stays in Chobe because I'm going to go off-road and I'm not allowed to do that. So we did. We went off-road not far, and sure enough, there was a male and a female, and, uh, and they were making little baby lions, and they could care less that we were there. And, uh, and I guess... One of the interesting things is not only did they not care that we were there, we were awfully close, and um, and lions tend to mate 10, 12, 15 times a day, and so very quickly. Yeah, so the, for the time we were there, uh, we we caught them in their act at least two or three times, and uh, it was it was very amazing, and they they roar and fight and swat each other and. And then the male just goes and falls down. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna put a video up that we were we were fortunate enough to take about with the lions making baby lions, and it's just really funny. And when we filmed it, everybody at the end, everybody laughs because at the end, as Ken said, the male lion he does his thing. He just looks at her, then just looks looked at us, and went and then just flopped down. And the, everybody's response was just like a man. 
So anyway, it was quite funny. So we saw that, and so we saw amazing things in, in, um, in um, our, our parks. So I would say if it's something that is on your bucket list to do or you think you should think you about going, I would definitely um, take the time to make the effort and, and go. So, um, but um, yeah, so anything else you have to add about the safaris? Well, I, you know, I think when we got home and we sort of rated the, the trip, versus other trips we'd done we had to put it up there right at the top with the experiences we we had we did see the big five uh we saw wild dogs we saw hyenas uh, i mean we we just saw all kinds of animals and birds and we learned so much so you know it was it was so much different than going to europe and looking at cities and you know history and and so on but it really was uh, fantastic. It's well worth it, as I said, to, to go. We enjoyed it. And so there is, before we go, there is the small five, in case you want to know, which are just small, a fiber, little animals. And then there's the ugly five, which I thought was kind of, which was kind of fun. So, and one thing when you, when you're on the safari, you're going to get more and more people, you'll learn to know their, um, the different type of classifications. So what, you know, like it, what is a herd of elephants or things like that. And so our guides get to the point where they want to make sure that you know what type of, of what, what they are. What a group, you know? a group of them. Yeah, what their group are. And so there's all sorts of um, different kinds, like a, a buffalo is called a gang um, of buffalo or... Yeah, so it's just great. I'm gonna we're gonna put a link, and they're they're kind of fun, and you can impress your friends and family at the next gathering of a different. Um, an elephants is also called a herd or a parade. A parade, which I think is really cool because you do see them when they're walking, holding each other's tails, and there's nothing as cute as seeing as a baby elephant. Oh my gosh, um, they're the cutest thing ever. Unfortunately, when we were at the one of the parks, um, there was an abandoned baby elephant. And they don't know whether the mama abandoned it or um, most likely got separated from the, the herd or the parade and um, is wandered off too far. So they kept saying, um, unfortunately, if mama or the, or the elephants don't come back, it will be somebody's lunch. And it's, and it's just horrible because you drive by the little baby elephant we drove about, I think, a couple of days, and he's just getting, looking thinner or she's looking thinner and thinner. And it's just really sad but um uh, that's nature and that's life and yeah so and uh, we did see giraffes the giraffes are again maj majestic and um they're called a tower of giraffes <laughs> so my tip for the day <clears throat> we did rent uh, a car in south africa in uh cape town and we drove out to wine country and uh, highways were good uh, rented it at the airport. It was a, I wouldn't say a national company, but it was well known in, in Africa. Um, just because of the laws and, and so on, I would recommend getting max insurance that covers everything when you rent a car in some of these, I don't like to call them third world countries, but you know, uh, less developed countries uh, to avoid issues. You could be getting ready to get on an airplane and you know they're looking at the car and they have an issue and you're not going anywhere till they get it resolved or the police get involved so um you know you just it's just not the same as renting a car i think in europe or or in the u.s so um and probably consider the big national companies where they're available because they're 
more standardized and you know you may pay a little bit more but i think you have less less chance of something getting in the way of you getting on your airplane and heading home and oh. so um uh with, um, with regard that to um uh, I'll piggyback with Ken, is when you're, if you're in your car, you don't leave your valuables. I know that's a really silly thing for me to say. Everybody knows that. But especially in a foreign country, you don't want to leave your luggage in your car. You don't want to leave it in the trunk. So don't plan to get a car where your, your luggage is going to be accessible because if something happens, then you're basically screwed. Uh, so that that's all piggyback with that with Ken. But my other tip of the day is, which has been very much on our minds, is learning how to travel lightly or pack less. We're about to go on another trip and we are contemplating or we're planning on doing a carry-on for about six weeks. So that'll be a big, a big um, change for us or mostly I say for me because usually Ken has luggage, has my stuff too. So we are um, trying to do that. So I would suggest, especially on a trip like this where you're going to be in and out of places and you're going to be in different cars and trucks and vehicles and things like that, uh, really pare it down. Remember, you don't need to bring the 15 pairs of pants. You need three or four and there's packing lists of suggestions on people can make all over the internet. Um, see what works for you, but um, start thinking on how to pack less because I'm thinking that it's going to be a, a better way for you to travel and I'm hoping it's going to be a better way for me to travel. <laughs> and make, make your trip more enjoyable. Yes, so anyway. So, so thanks for listening, mm -hmm. guys. And again, we will keep you abreast. We're going to do a little more deep dive into Africa on our next podcast, but we want to give you the highlight, which is obviously the um, animals. This is Ken. This is Giselle. Have a good day. Bye. Ages. Ages. Travel. Travel. Adventures. Adventures.